0: That's chumbacasino.com. No necessary. by law. Terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's the two-time Stellar Award considered. Spin Award nominated. You're listening to the Voice. To the Voice. The Salmas Voice Radio Network. Take TTV Radio with you 24 seven. Just download, download live 365 apps from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk, Walk with, with us, us, family. Let's go! This is 8 Base. Keep it locked right here on TPV Radio. Radio. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the installment voice radio, radio network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's
1: go! What's good, radio family? TPV Radio is just getting hotter, and we have an all-star lineup just for you. Mondays, conversations with Joe and Jay at 7.30 a.m. Tuesdays, victory over the waste of life with author Deanne Libreen at 6 p.m. Wednesdays, illuminating word ministries with Dr. Apostle Forrest L. Walker Sr. at 5 p.m. Thursdays, real talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30 p.m. Also, Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach at 6 p.m. Fridays, the exclusive interview with your truly the Thomas voice by appointment only. Saturdays is Saturday's Refetch with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones at 11 a.m., followed by the locker room with Coach D at 4 p.m. Sundays. TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. with the familiar. Catch all of TPV Radio programming on Facebook Live at TPV Radio. Also, Live 365. Tune in and all of our podcast social media platforms. Walk with us in relationship, purpose,
0: and promise. And let's go! You're listening to Victory Over the Weights of Life, Over the Weights of War, with Sis Diane LeBrin, right now on TPV Radio. This
1: is Victory Over the Weight of Life, with Sister
2: Diane LeBrin.
3: Welcome you? a is fantastic Tuesday, the first Tuesday of the month of May. Can you believe it? We are almost halfway through 2021. It's very
4: difficult
3: saying that, and it's even more difficult knowing that Christmas will be here, y'all. <laughs> Christmas will be here again six months so I so I advise you if you have not paid your credit card for Christmas shopping of 20 you have six months to pay it to be ready for Christmas
4: of 21
3: Roy what a bearer of bad news I am I am so sorry but I just had to how is everybody doing on this fantastic Tuesday evening, Tuesday morning, or Wednesday morning, or Thursday, wherever you are in the world right now are you? Welcome, Benvenino. I'm just like so happy that everybody is here. Everybody in the UK, in Canada, in Australia, in Europe, the Caribbean, the VI, South America, all around the world and people in Africa. Thank you so very much for joining us every week. Thank you so much for being here with us. It is a great thing, amen, that we have this platform to not just
4: speak
3: of domestic violence, but as well as to do what Jesus told us, and that is, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen. So before we go any farther, let us invite the Lord into this broadcast. Father God, we Thank you. We want to give you thanks and praise. We give you the glory and the honor, God, that is due unto your name. We want to thank you for today, Father, for today is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it. Father, we want to thank you for your love, and we want to thank you for your tender mercy. We want to thank you for your goodness. We want to thank you for your grace. We want to thank you for your kindness. We want to thank you because you are worthy to be praised. We invite you, Father, into this broadcast. We pray, God, that you stretch forth your arms, and, Father, that you draw in the ones that will need to hear this word, draw in the ones that needs to hear, that needs to know, that needs to be reminded, that needs to be understood, that you have loved them with an everlasting love, and there is absolutely nothing that they can do, God, that will Stop you from loving them. I thank you, oh God. And we pray over this ministry, TPV Radio. We cover it, God, under the blood. We cover the owners under the blood. And every ministry, Father, that is under the TPV Radio Network mantle, we cover that ministry under the blood of Jesus. We speak life. We speak health. We speak prosperity. We speak an emerging, oh God, in the lives of your people. Give us a boldness like never before. Let us speak and say, God, what the other weaklings and the jellybacks are too afraid to say. Give us a boldness like Peter and like Paul that when we speak, speak oh God if there be any spirits that are not like you God they have to shake a rattle and roll up out of where we are so we give you all the praise right now we give you the glory and the honor that is due unto your name and we say welcome father welcome Jesus welcome Holy Spirit into our atmosphere into this broadcast and have your way in Jesus' name amen 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 can the church say amen praise God today I am so excited amen to be here the the truth is time kind of went by so fast when I looked up I thought whoa is that time already because time is running you guys time is speeding up and this is to just let us know that Jesus is on his way amen and that's why we are here on this station all these different ministries We are here on the station preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel simply means the good news that Jesus Christ came to this earth, gave up his life for you and I, and he died, he went to hell snatched the keys of 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 hell, death, and the grave out of Satan's hand, and he ascended back up into heaven. And now he sits on the right hand of the Father forever praying and making intercession for you and I. See, Jesus didn't just die because he wanted to die. God didn't just send Jesus because he had nothing to do. John 316 tells us that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. See, the thing is this, God gave us free will. He gave us free will. whether we're going to serve him or we're going to serve the enemy, the choice is yours. But even in the choice, he tells us, Choose ye this day whom you're going to serve. And then he gave us the answer, and he told us, choose him. Choose a life. Choose freedom. Choose peace. Everything we can ever need, we can and will find it in Jesus. There are people with millions of money they have no peace, they have no joy, they have people around them every day, but they are more lonely than lonely can be, amen, people with money, you've heard Bill Gates and his wife after 27 years are getting a divorce, so money does not bring happiness, money does not bring intimacy, money does not bring closeness, because the Bible tells us the love of money, see, there's nothing wrong with money, money is neither positive nor negative, but it is what you do with the money. And all the money in the world will not fill the void that is in your heart. All the cars and the biggest house in the world, the yachts and the biggest diamonds, the baddest clothes and shoes can never take the place of God in your heart. So if you don't know the Lord today, today if you would hear his voice, Harden not your heart. He's calling to you. He's saying, Behold, I am standing at your door. I am knocking. All you have to do is open up, let me in, and I will come in. He said, And I will sup with you. We're going to have a meal together. We're going to have some intimate moments together. I know you're rotten. I know you feel like you're rotten. I know you feel like there's nothing good left in you. And he's saying today, let me in. Give me a try. I will show you great and mighty things, all the things that the enemy told you about yourself. He is a liar, and they were all lies. There is no sin that you can commit that the blood of Jesus cannot wash except blasphemy. and Holy Spirit. So we are here to let you know that God loves you, and we're saying to you right now, if you know of anyone who needs to hear this message, go ahead and share. If you're not following TPV Radio Network, go ahead, follow us. Go ahead, look for my show, Diane Lubre, Victory Over the Waste of Life. I'm the young lady in in the yellow suit. Go ahead, give me a thumbs up, hit the follow button, so every Tuesday, God will, you will get a (laughs) notification that we are coming on. Amen. We are here because we love God, and we love God, people, and we just want to do the mandate that he has placed on our hearts. Today we're going to uh, talk a little. Last week we had a great conversation, and I had Pastor Chris with me, and I have him with me again today. Last week, amen, we spoke about raising our children according to the Bible. And you guys, apparently we must have said something, because when I went to look for the show on Facebook, it was capital G-O-N-E, gone. I don't know what we said, but apparently Facebook got mad. They I work. looked like, wait a minute, no content. I looked, in, uh, I looked on my page, no content. I looked on my office page, no content. I looked on the group pages, no, it was no, I was like, wait a minute, no content. See, they are now censoring us because they don't want us to to tell the truth. There is a certain way that we are supposed to raise our children and it is in the fear and it is in the, in the admonishing of the word of God. And apparently we said something and they kick us out, but we're not going to stop because Jesus gave us a mandate. He put those scriptures in the Bible for a reason. And I don't know if you guys have heard, but in the state of California, I was watching, I think it was TikTok or something, uh, Facebook, one of them. And in California, now what the the law that they're trying to pass is for children to call their mother and father, neither mom or dad, because you are putting a sex to the person that's your parent. So my thing is, so what you're going to call your mama by her name and, and call your daddy by his name? I don't know where y'all came from, but where we come from, you cannot call your mama or your daddy nothing except mommy and daddy. I was like 8, 10 years old when I came to the realization my mama name wasn't mama. (laughs) Okay, because when they ask you, what's your mama's name? Mommy. No, what's your mommy's name? No, mommy's name is mommy and daddy's name is daddy. So now they're trying to flip the script. They're trying to change the structure and the foundation that have been placed and laid by God because nobody nowadays wants to do, wants to be obedient to what the word of God says. But let me tell you something. I don't care what you do. I don't care what kind of change you change. I don't care what kind of go through you go through. Nothing will change the word of God. What he said, it is forever settled, and nobody can change it. If he say yes, I don't care how you try to buck, it's not going to be no. And if you say no, I don't care how you buck, it's not going to be yes. God says it, and therefore, that's what it is. It is settled, and there's nothing we can do about it. So there is a way for us to raise our children. And Pastor Chris, uh, we're just going to have Pastor Chris to come on and just, if he just want to rebuttal a little bit on this. And then we're going to go into Ephesians 6, verse 1 and 2, where it speaks about children obeying your parents. Pastor Chris, you're on.
1: Yes, ma'am. God bless you. Thank you so much for Thanks. tuning in. It is an honor to be on the show. One more week, and I don't again. know what we said either. Yes. Apparently, <laughs> I can see the show from last week from my page, but unfortunately, wow. no one else can see it. So he nope. said something. It wasn't copyright. So I don't know. But again, I don't know either. You know, you're you're listening to to the most controversial radio station on the planet and we don't talk fluff stuff so i'm sorry if people got offended but i'm not going to apologize for my mandate in speaking the truth in love amen and also according to the word of god so i just wanted to put that out there so if facebook is listening i'm just letting you know we're not going to stop we have every right to say what we have to say just as much as all the other groups that say what they want to say, and I'm going to leave it at that. Anyway, I'm not trying to get completely kicked off. But anyway, (laughs) I'm going to start start trouble already, and I'm just getting started. Lord have mercy. Anyway, what a a week, and we're only in day two. But anywho, we were talking about hitting kids with a frying pan. No, no, we weren't.
4: Oh,
1: but, my uh, God. <laughs> yeah. you gonna uh, <laughs> start
4: <laughs> They gonna kick no, us out the uh, <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Oh no! Uh. No,
1: but with all seriousness, I just wanted to lighten a little because this is a very sensitive topic with both church folks and with folks that are not a part of the body, which is fine. Amen. See, the problem is. We have so many different things now, which when we were raised, things were different. The Bible had a standard when we were growing up. Spare the rod, spoil the child.
4: child. It was
1: a standard when we were growing up. Nowadays, it's uh, spoil the child and spare the rod. But look Mm -hmm. where that's getting us. And that's all I got to say with that one. It's not getting us anywhere. Because no. kids are feeling now that they're grown. Just had this conversation yes. today with a 10-year-old, Can you believe it. But yes, no. <laughs> see, the problem is the self I, – I don't understand. Maybe it's a, something they're born with. Maybe it's something that uh, – maybe we, we're in the wrong century or anything. I, I, I don't get it. But when it comes to discipline in today's times, we are being told by social media, by TikTok, mm-hmm. Snapchat, Facebook, oh, Facebook is corny for the new school. But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. see, right. we have all these things in places that no one seems to be listening and TikTok and all that is being used as a ploy to set parents up are holding the standard of what God says in the word. Because I'm telling you, you can grow up and go out my house and do what you want to do, but when Mm -hmm. you're in my house, we will serve the Lord. Now, if you have a problem with that, then I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you. I'm sorry that it's interfering with your… TikTok time or your Snapchat Mm -hmm. time or whatever that, Mm -hmm. whatever that means. But the fact of the matter is we are, we are conforming to the system of what the world is creating. Let let me explain. Because now as a believer, we have certain rules, just like our show last week, who was taken off. Mm -hmm. We have certain groups that have certain power. They can say Mm -hmm. whatever they want to say. They can voice their opinion. But when you're talking about something that's going to break chains, when you're being real about what the Bible is saying, no one wants to hear that. I guess we're supposed to talk about, Sister Deanne, we're supposed to talk about the fluff stuff and and talk about the unmerited favor of God and and making sure all all (laughs) of us in the house so... Or see right. into the into the right. church and, and, and going <laughs> get double for our trouble. Well, I hate to mm-hmm. break it to you, but in the secular and in the church world, more money, more problems. See,
4: see, you don't
1: understand this. See, you can make all the money money in the world, and see, this makes it even worse. And I'll throw this in the element. This will make an, an interesting conversation. The more money you make think about it that's less time you have at home that means you have to hire a nanny Uh Mm uh-oh that's Mm -hmm. another show right Mm -hmm. there how you gotta Mm -hmm. hire a nanny you gotta hire jeffrey you gotta Mm -hmm. hire all that all these folks (laughs) and then if you want to act up this is the end we gotta send them to this school called boarding school now amen as many people that i have known over the years that have went to boarding school and people will get mad at this but i'm going to keep it real a lot of these individuals that graduate are worse off Come on. why because why? they there were dropped off to let a boarding school raise right, them to you. be a certain standard now mm-hmm. when they graduate they're coming out and they're going to automatically rebel Automatically, Automatically. because I had to. I was told when to tie my shoe. Told, told when to button up my coat. Told when I take a shower. Told when I was going to bed. You were institutionalized. Not being, Mm -hmm. we ain't even talking about jail, but you were already institutionalized way before you became an adult. So a lot of these kids, with the money, a lot of them may be financially well off. But they're right. spiritually lacking discipline. And this is what's and going more. on right now. Everyone l- is laughing about discipline. Oh, you still right. spank your kid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you put your kid in timeout? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you mean though? No? Timeout works. Mm-hmm. For who? I mean, I'm sorry. It, it's, it's not a race thing, but... It doesn't work in my culture. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. Yeah, that one doesn't, just, that one doesn't work. don't fly. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't work. So all I'm saying is we're bringing up all these concepts to discipline our kids, and they're still growing up entitled. Come and on. We, as a parent, I'm supposed to do this. No, I'm not. Come on. My obligation, like I said last week, is to give you a roof over your head, clothes yes, on sir. your back food on the table. That's my requirement as your parent. Getting Xboxes and new iPhones and all this stuff, that's not my requirement. Mm -hmm. My requirement is to make sure you have a roof over your head, you get your education, you'll get out the house, get a college education, or go to the military, whatever floats your boat, and Mm -hmm. and live your life. But see, that standard is not even being applied either, Sister Deanne. We got right. kids still living in the house, and they 35 years yeah. old. Uh-oh. me yep. get in trouble with that one. That, that, that's they a whole 35. other kind of. Yeah. That's
3: a whole other kind of right there, huh? That's, yeah. yeah Th-
1: that's yeah. a whole other show right there. So yeah. I can't yeah. beat my 21-year-old kid. He in my mm. house. I can't mm. beat my 30-year-old kid. They in my house. They grow. Yeah. Now, listen. Yeah. When they become 21, you're considered an adult. Now, okay. since you want to be an adult in my house, then right. I have an obligation as the man or woman of the house to treat mm-hmm. you as such. Now, okay. if you're coming in my home rent-free, I'm giving you a chance <laughs> to take care of yourself. <laughs> And you out there dropping it like it's hot. Why You're now. not going to school. You're not doing nothing mm-hmm. you need to do for yourself.
4: Mm-hmm. It's time for
1: you to go. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Because I sorry. did I my love job. I yes. love you. I care mm-hmm. for you. But I mm-hmm. appreciate how my mom raised me. It's time for you to go. 18, you need to make a decision what you need to do with your life. Period. Right. And see, we don't right. even have those standards now. Oh, they can stay in the house as long as they want to no mm-hmm. they don't it's, mm. it's enough that that we're putting kids in front of our marriage uh oh see that's a whole yes. other show we're putting kids yes. in front of our relationship we can't even go out on a date because we got to sit here and watch these kids i mean i'm Thanks. just saying it's true and see people don't want to talk now, when about this yeah.
3: yeah now when we say stay home and watch the kids we're not talking about a six month old, a three year old, a five year old. We're talking about yeah. grown folks. We're talking uh-huh. about grown folks because I think in the state of Texas, a child can be home from school. I think age twelve, thirteen, they can stay home.
1: Yeah. You
3: know, thirteen years old. Fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, if you can have a job at fifteen and sixteen years old, you should be able to stay home and for us to not come home and find a riot that's taking place in the house. There are a Hello. lot of parents and they can't even go in their kids room and like you say paying the mortgage, paying the water, paying the electricity and the kids will say to them stay out of my room and it's like oh I can't go in there because I'm invading their privacy. We're privacy. We're privacy. I can't read their diary because that's their private thoughts in my house. You could be thinking of doing something criminal to yourself thinking of doing something criminal to the school, thinking, of, and all this thoughts that you have going on in your head. I can't know what it is. And then when you go out and you do something crazy, and the first person they blame is the parents. You mean to tell me parents in the house with their kids and they don't know what their kid's doing? All these children who what? shot up the school, their parents never went and searched and found out, and what, what everybody said, the parents didn't see the signs. The parents you would have seen the signs if once upon a time you would take that behind, lay it over your lap, and pop, 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 pop. There's a huge difference between exactly. disciplining your child and abusing your child. When you discipline Correct. your child, they know you do that out of love. Mama don't want me to do this. Daddy don't want me to do this. So rather than them, rather than them having to come get me out of prison, you know, come get me out of jail, they much rather whoop my tail, and I'd be mad at them for for uh, how many minutes that I'm mad at, rather than them having to bring, get an attorney, get me out of jail, and then get some kind of bondsman, maybe put their house up for collateral. See all these things. Kids does not think about it. And no, you, they don't. Somebody might say, you, you, somebody might say you, you're not supposed to say that to the kids. Why not? There is an angry, vicious, nasty, ugly world out there just waiting to get your, their hands on your kids. There is some pimps out there waiting to get their hands on your pretty daughter. There's some drug dealing hoodlum out there waiting to use your son as a scapegoat, use your son as a runner. And we cannot say that to our children. No. The kid, hmm. you walking out the door, uh, you 12 years old, you're not going to tell me where you going. Are you for real? Where are you going with my friends? What friends? Who friends? Where are you going? Oh, mama, oh, yeah, really, come tell me, mama, I will snatch you by the nap of your head, and I will drag you back in. Because I much Mm -hmm. rather, like I say, you be mad at me now than you locked up in some little cell with regrets about, man, I wish I'd listened to my mom. Man, mm-hmm. I wish I didn't go there. Man, now you're 16. You're pregnant. You're scared. You don't want to tell your parents. But we're, no, they're supposed to have their own privacy. You don't no privacy in my house. Now, you want privacy? Mm-hmm. You go get your own house. I had a friend, exactly. had seventeen year, her 17-year-old daughter left her house and moved in with her 17-year-old dropout boyfriend at his grandmama's mm-hmm. house. Oh, okay, wow. now tell tell me how that makes sense. You just ruined your life. He's a high school dropout. It means he got nothing going. What is he going to do for money? Sell drugs? Rob, steal? What is he going to do for money? Because you're 17 years old. You didn't graduate. you out of school. Here mm-hmm. she is, 17 years old. they in grandmama's house, in the bedroom, locked of, you know they're having sex all day, all night like a bunch of little rabbits. Then she's going to come up pregnant and what's going to happen? Now grandmama and her mama are going to have to take care of what they did because they were pretending to be grown. Now, nah, baby, you can't mm. have no boys sleeping in your room in my house. You can't have no girls sleeping in your room in my house. You want to do that? Get your $40, 50 $60. Dollars, go get a room at the hotel, what is it, Motel Six, Holiday, and whatever it may be but it ain't happening in my house and see parents are afraid to say mm-hmm. stuff like that to their kids because they're like what if they run away what if they get so upset and they don't want to come home well so be <laughs> it if you grow you do grown things that's it <laughs> and we as the church we have got to tell our kids look this ain't right right in house Ray Ray Mama and Daddy don't go to church. I go to church. Like I heard uh, somebody say, I will kill you and I will tell God you die. (laughs) Okay? And I will pray for you that he revives you. Because, again, as for me and my house, you cannot be in my house. I have to tell my son, look, you cannot come in my house and bring no drugs in my house. So he told my daughter the loophole was I didn't say he can stay here and go out and get high and come back. I said, oh, really? Well, here's that loophole. I'm going to close it pack your stuff, your junk. I put it back down. I told him, get out. You will not bring drugs in my house. You will not it's bring not alcohol good. and all this junk in mine. You will not have boys and girls in and out of my house like it's some kind of club or something. No, this is the house where I pray, where I fast, where Holy Spirit lives. So you cannot just do any kind of wookie-jookie in my house. So when I told you, you got to go, oh, I can't believe you're putting me out. Yes, you know what? I told you not to once. You disobeyed me. I told you not to twice. You disobeyed. There's not going to be a free time. What is the saying that they say? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not going to happen. So you guys, I think we've, we've yeah, because we can go ahead and talk a whole lot about raising kids in the in the in the way of the Lord. We don't know if Facebook going to go ahead and knock us off this time, but for the next uh hour, but no, I'm for the next 45 50 minutes, we're going to go ahead and uh talk about Ephesians 6. Brother Chris, let's uh do a quick sum so somebody could go get get a water, cough up, because somebody's choking.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> somebody's yeah, popping yeah. up blood right now. Somebody is mad right now because how can you say that about your kids? Uh, let me tell you, if you don't discipline them, the courts will. If you don't put your hands on the hind end right now, a bullet. Is going to do that if you don't put them in a corner and say listen to me back them up in a corner and tell them you're gonna do what I say or you gonna get out then they gonna have a parole officer or a, a a guard telling them when to get up when to go brush their teeth when to eat when to sleep everything so the choice is yours choice if you love your kids, you will do what is best for them, whether they get mad, whether they hate you now, whether they don't like you. But I guarantee you, when they hear of oh, this and this got shot, and that and that is in prison, they're like, man, I could have been right there with Ray Ray then. I could have been right there with T-Bone. Man, my mama had kept me home. Man, I could have been right there. Then they're going to thank you. Then, you, because if we're praying, and we're asking God to save our children and deliver our children. Here's the thing. The Bible says faith without works is dead. So we cannot just uh, just pray, Lord, save my son. No, we got to put some work into it. Paul say, let me show you my faith. Check out the work that I do. This is how I let you know I have faith, by the work that I do. Now, the Bible tells us when we raise them up, in the way that they should go, he said, even when they get old and they go out there, that a hook of the word of God that have been placed in their mouth, they're going to go out so far and they're going to have to come back in. How do I know that? I was one of them. I was mm-hmm. one. Went out there, went to the club, acted, did everything I did. And when it came down to it, guess what I did? I crawled back home just like that prodigal son because God knows how to put your hips on your knees and God knows how to make you and I as parents to find ourselves in a place where like they say back on the island, it's gonna be too hot for you. Okay? So don't be afraid of your children. Like that I don't Pastor Chris, you remember that little boy he say, Linda, Linda, listen, listen, Linda, yeah. listen, listen, listen. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, is he really talking to his mama like that? And and all she yeah. keeps saying, don't let me give you a power power. She never gave him no power power. She just threatened him. You think these kids don't know when mom and dad is bluffing? Mm-hmm. They know when you're going to say, if I you do it again, I'm going to get you. And they did it at one, and they did it at two, and they did it at three. Man, please, mama just talking. She ain't going to do nothing. Man, daddy. And these kids, they say stuff like that. They oh, yeah. say stuff. Oh, man, she just talking. man, I ain't I ain't even listening to what she say. She, um and they walk out the house, no, 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 not in my house. You walk out, bro. When, you, oh, when I open the door, you're still going to be packed at the same place where you went, where you was disobedient, gone over there. Let's see, they're going to take you in there. They're going to buy your food, buy your clothes, buy your shoes, cook your food, wash your stank socks, <laughs> give you a bed. And let me see if they're going to do that for you. When you cannot figure out your homework, let me see if they're going to stay up with you. When you're not feeling good, let me see if they're going to stay up with you. How much are they going to encourage you? How are they going to push you into your purpose? How are they going to pray for you? How are they going to encourage you? These are the things that children don't realize that we're doing for them. When my daughter was younger, I would tell her, certain things that I didn't like about certain of her friends and this, that, and the other, and she ran into some hard time when she got out of college, and she's trying, she didn't have no job, and she's looking for, for her money to pay her car note and stuff, and she said, why did you tell me life was so hard? I thought, oh, really? When I try to tell you, you try to listen to your little friends because you thought they had your best you know, they, they wanted the best for you. Who got the best for you now? Why didn't you tell me was so hard? Oh, welcome to adulthood, baby. Welcome to Adulter. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go ahead and take a song break, and we're going to come right back. Go ahead and share this. Go ahead and invite somebody to listen. We're going to be right back. You are listening to Victory Over the Weights of Life with author and speaker and your host, Diane Luber. And I have today my special guest star, our very own producer and pastor, Christopher Newton. We be yes. back,
4: y'all.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to Victory Over the Weights of Life, over the Weights of War, with Sis Diane LeBrand, right, right now on, on TPV Radio. Radio. What Yo, what's I good? It's your boy, Listen, you're listening to the selfish voice radio. Walk with me. Let's go. I up in my shield and defense. She's up in my shield and defense. Shield and defense. I've made my dwelling
2: place. Spirit outside and inside of me, Ooh. Children up in the most higher. Of- Cause uh-huh. my busy dance so bad uh-huh.
0: The two-time stellar award considered. Spin award nominated. You're listening to The Voice. To The Voice. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network.
1: This is Victory Over the Weight of Life with
2: Sister Deanne LeBreen.
3: All right, all right Thank you everybody, welcome back Welcome back This, If you missed out on last segment You're going to have to go back and listen to last segment But this segment, amen We're going to flip the script a little Amen And this segment is going to be coming from Ephesians Chapter 6, verse 1 and 2 And this scripture says Children, yes, obey the Lord obey your parents in the Lord for this is right he says honor your mother your father your parents amen for this is the first commandment with a promise now I don't know how many people will be able to understand this verse or this chapter right here from the process from the point of view where I will be coming from but I remember let me put it like this narcissist. Narcissistic parents, they love the scripture because they can use the scriptures to manipulate and control their children. My mother would use the scripture to manipulate and control us and make us feel bad. See, when you're growing up, we didn't know that was, well, that was narcissism. We didn't know that was manipulation and we know what the Bible said. The Bible says manipulation is as the sin of witchcraft. So we did not know she was practicing witchcraft over us to control us. Anytime you're trying to control somebody with fear, you're trying to control them with bodily harm, you're trying to control them that I'm going to lock you out and I'm not going to give you any food. And anytime you try to control somebody's life, And in in a manner that if they don't do it, then that's what they get from you in return. You're basically a witch. You're manipulating your child, your children, your husband, your employee, your coworkers into doing something that they have the right to say yes or no to. My mother has this thing where she believes she can do anything to us, her children, and We have to forgive her continuously. And although that is right, although when somebody offends you, you forgive them, that does not mean because you forgive them and because they are your parents, that means you leave the door open where they can come in over and over and over and bring hurt to you. That's not what parents are supposed to do. Parents are supposed to love your children, support your children, provide, protect your children, teach our children the way of the Lord, teach our children how to pray, teach them how important it is and how necessary it is for them to have their own relationship with God. Because one day we all have to stand before God and they cannot say, well, where's my mom or where's my dad? You have, you have to teach them. One of the scriptures I always remember from a kid that my dad would say, come from the Hebrews chapter 9, he would say, for it is appointed unto man once to die. And then the judgment. We are going to be judged one day. Amen. So we have to remember, though, we cannot use God's words to manipulate. But here's the kick of what she would do. The Bible says, children, obey your parents in the Lord. See, in the Lord, she never says that part. She just said the Bible said, children, obey your parents. And to me, that within itself is very interesting. Because why would the Lord say, obey your parents in the Lord? And because our parents, like I said, they have the power to control us. Because every child wants to be loved and wants to be accepted by their parents. And when you are not loved and accepted by your parents, you see a lot of children going through what they go through, smoking, drinking, out in the streets, wilding out, doing all manner of stuff because mommy and daddy don't care about me. Why should I care about myself? It doesn't make any sense, right? So she Mm -hmm. would say, children, obey your parents. And then she would say, so that your days can be longer on the earth. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You missed a whole lot of stuff on the inside. Oh, you missed a whole lot of stuff. He didn't just say, children, obey your parents so that your, your life will be long on the earth. He said, obey your parents in the Lord. Honor your mother and your father. And he says, for this is the first commandment with a promise. But she missed all that because... People will take the word of God and manipulate it. So we want to talk about today how does that scripture relate to the body? Does it only apply to parents in the Lord? Because that's what it says, obey your parents in the Lord. Now, what if your parents are not saved, Pastor Chris? What do you Hmm. do if your parents are not saved? And they're telling you to do something that goes against the will of God. Who do you obey? Do you obey the Word of God or do you obey your parents? Because the Word of God is telling you obey your parents. Is that a is that a contradiction, Pastor Chris? You're on.
1: <laughs> well, that's kind of a catch twenty two question, and there's really
4: mm-hmm.
1: a no right answer. But I'll answer it the way I'll answer it. Now, when gotcha. it comes to having an unsafe parent, for example, mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. the Bible, whether you're saved or unsaved, what the word of God says is etched in society. Now you you don't have to have a relationship, not a religion. See, we a lot of us have religion first before a relationship. But that's a whole nother show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a whole nother show. But whole other kind. the children yes. <laughs> but the relationship is key. Now, when you're dealing with the negative side of parenting, when you have unfit parents or when you have parents that aren't saved and they tell you to do something you have no business doing, things like that. Now mm-hmm. the, now
0: mm-hmm.
1: there is a point. Where honoring and respecting your parents There is a limitation I could be wrong But there's a limitation Because as a child As you grow Especially when you start becoming a Preteen and a teenager You start understanding What's right and what's wrong Even though you already knew Before preteen and teenage years But Mm -hmm. you start getting That's when you start smelling yourself As the old school would say and as you're growing, you're understanding. Okay, this ain't right. My mom telling me to do what? Go to this man's mm-hmm. house and pick up this bag of weed and come home.
2: Mm-hmm. That ain't right.
1: Mm-hmm. But see, mm-hmm. we this is happening. And see, again, that's a whole nother show. But uh, mm-hmm. but with the commandments, I can read from the Passion Translation because it's pretty. Okay. It's pretty broke down. Now, verse 1, it reads, children, if you want to be wise, see, that's, mm-hmm. that is awesome how that was worded. We understand it says right. obey your parents. I get it. right? But it says if you want to be wise, listen to your parents and do mm-hmm. what, you're, what they are telling you, and the Lord will help you now. There's the assistance there. The Lord is right. co-signing. Now, if right. you're listening to your parents, co-signing, and if you right. are a child of God, then he will help you understand. He will give you the wisdom to understand. Children are very wise at the age of two. Well, we joked about that yes, last week are. about my four-year-old. So yes. we have to understand <laughs> that the Lord will help you. Now, for the commandment. Now. This is the big one. You need to honor your father and mother. This is the mm-hmm. commandment. Da, 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 mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get it. But you will prosper and live a long, full life if you honor your parents. Now, mm-hmm. some people may not like what I'm about to say. But th- there's some truth to this scripture. Now, mm-hmm. when you don't honor your father and mother whether saved or unsaved. Now, the first of the Ten Commandments with a promise is attached that you will
4: prosper
1: right. and live a long, full life if you mm-hmm. honor your parents. Now, right. why do we have a lot of teen shootings or murders or 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 kidnappings? All these things, See, there's some truth to this because if you mm-hmm. honor your parents and you obey and listen to what your parents are trying to set for you these things will be avoided is it 120 proven fact maybe not depending on where you live and all that stuff it has a lot to do with it but again if you are, are if you are are obeying the law of the commandments if you are obeying your parents, you will be protected. You will live a long, full life if you honor them. Now, if you cussing your parents out, Mm. if you straight, blatantly not doing what needs to be done, that's a problem. You're going to have some issues along the way. Mm -hmm. Now, does it Mm -hmm. mean, oh, God's going to strike you down dead? That's not what it says. But it does say, you will prosper and live a long, full life. Full life means full term. It means mm-hmm. full circle, full. So you'll be able to ha- be a great parent of your own someday. You either uh, go to college, mm-hmm. graduate, get your degree. You get a decent job. You have a nice apartment or condo. You went to the military mm-hmm. and tour the world, whatever your destiny United. is as mm-hmm. a young man or woman. Saved or unsaved, you are given that kudos from the Father that you will prosper and live a long life. Now, we can go on and on with verse 4. We can get into that in a few minutes. But again, answering your question for verse 1, verse 2, and verse 3, it is imperative whether you're saved or unsaved, whether you're religious or you have relationship. The law Mm -hmm. still applies. Love Mm -hmm. in our families is vital. If you don't know how to love yourself – see, this is the problem too, sis, and that's a whole nother show again. But if you Mm -hmm. don't love yourself, how can you love your kids? How can you love your husband? Uh Uh-oh, that's a whole nother show. And and, and tying it in with what you already talk about when it comes to narcissism, when it comes to Mm -hmm. domestic violence when it comes to Mm -hmm. verbal abuse these Mm -hmm. things are critical because a lot of times these things stem from not being loved in the first place why do Mm -hmm. you think you go through what you go through in your situation because that man or that woman that's doing it to you don't love themselves think about it that's That's why they're acting out on you because you're showing unconditional love but yet you're starting to be frustrated so then both of you are going to butt heads like a ram and then the Mm -hmm. next thing you know it turns into something ugly the key word is love that's the key word if we don't love each other as christ loved us then how can we love our children our offspring our mama our daddy whoever it is we're taught not to love anymore sis we're taught to self preserve, we're sought to protect mine Mm -hmm. it's all about me I, Mm -hmm. me I'm gonna do this it's about Mm -hmm. me and my profile on social media, it's about me Mm -hmm. getting the latest weave and the eyelashes, it's about me getting the latest Jordans and the iPhones and the galaxies and all this nonsense See, it's it's not about love. It's about self. And that's why a lot of family relationships don't stand because, again, it's about you. Mm -hmm. Parents, Mm -hmm. mom and dad, even though we live in a different world now, but at the same time, if there's no discipline or if there's no unity in the discipline, we're still going to have a problem. Because if you don't honor your wife's decision or you don't honor your husband's decision or the extra stuff, I'll leave it at that. If Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. no respect amongst the parents to discipline your child, how in the world is that child going to be obedient to you in the first place? I'll tell you why. Because they know who to play. Uh Uh-oh. True. They know who to go to. They know the game. So if they go to dad, dad going to be soft because mom mm-hmm. ain't going to back up what dad's saying. So therefore mm-hmm. I can go to dad because dad's going to say one thing, mom's going to say another thing. So there's yeah. no respect there. So you can't expect to have your kids honor your father and mother if your father and mother aren't even respecting each other's decision. Each Uh-oh. Other.
4: Right.
1: That, right. That's a whole nother show. But I right. just wanted to bring right. all of that into full circle because all of those key components matter. Even if you just holding it down as a single parent, male or female, right. the fact of the matter is you have to play double roles. But again, right. you have to love yourself past the pain because a lot of times it's baby mama drama, baby daddy drama, mm-hmm. a lot of it's divorce. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of key factors involved in raising children. But the fact... Right still remains love and the love. other fact remains that you have to know how to have relationships that are healthy and the only way yeah. you're going to do that is if you look your look at yourself in the mirror get rid of your stuff and then Come you on. can be effective to somebody else let me stop preaching you yeah. should never gave me the mic let me be quiet <laughs> so i'm gonna let you talk there sis. this is your show So
3: let me back up. So back to you. Amen. Amen. Because that is so true. You know, honor your mother. And she would obey your parents, honor your mother so that your life, so however she say. She even sent me a, a, a message like that. But what a lot of parents, like you said, don't realize, how are we the children supposed to honor you? If you call us out of our names, how are we as children supposed to honor you when you're not there for us? How are we supposed to honor you when you don't honor us? See, and that's one of the things, and I think that's verse 4 we're going to go ahead and get into right away, because that's one of the things a lot of parents don't uh, uh, pay attention to. Being a parent, it's a, it's a it's like a very delicate line to walk because you don't want to be a tyrant. Yet at the same time, you don't want to be too loose and all loosey-goosey and your, your kid's best friend. Yeah, you had children say, my mom and I are best friends, but best friends also tell each other the truth. Best friends, if you're going down the wrong path. Best friend will say, hey, watch where you're going. And because we're best friends, I know you want what's best for me, so I'm not going to fight you. But the thing my mother would do, my mother, she, to this day, she thinks she can do anything to us. It doesn't matter what she does. And she can spit in our face, we can just wipe it and go back and give her the opportunity to keep hurting us. So when you give a narcissist a boundary, they don't like it. So for her, I had to pull away and say, you know what? I'm no longer going to let you treat me like this. I'm not going to let you uh, disappoint me, insult me, embarrass me, not because you're my mother. And the Bible say, honor your parents. The Bible wasn't talking about honoring parents like that. It, you know what I'm saying? It, and they don't understand the verse four. The Bible tells the parent, "Hey, you guys have a role to play in, in order for your child to honor you." See, a lot of parents they never go to verse, go to verse four. They don't go to they verse don't. four. They will st- they will stay in one and they will use one. Children obey your parents. Like I said, Mama, she doesn't even say in the Lord. Now I was listening to. You. I forgot who I was listening to speak on that scripture a while back. And this is what his emphasis were in the Lord. In the Lord. So I'm like, I don't think that's just what God was saying because Joseph was not Jesus' father, but Joseph still honored but Jesus still honored Joseph. How do I know that? Well, the Bible tells us when they have to go to their to their country where they came from for a census and in a celebration and as they was walking home Joseph and Mary thought Jesus was in the back hanging out with his cousins and stuff but Jesus was about his father's business teaching at the, in the temple in the synagogue so when they mm-hmm. went looking back for him a day and a half where they found him what did when Mary told him baby we've been so worried about you we have to turn all the way back around but we're so happy you're okay but at the same time it was very nerve-wracking, we couldn't find you. Jesus said, don't you know, I must be about my father's business. Joseph didn't scold him. Mary didn't scold yes. him. But what did the Bible say? The Bible said after that, Jesus was subject to them. You see, because it was okay for them to say, baby, you scare us. We're not mad at you. We just wish you had told us what you were going to do. So then we could have waited for you or something. Yeah, we understand you are as a father's business. We get it. But at the same time, you still got to honor the parents that the Lord gave to you here on earth. So we are to, to honor them. Yes, we do. And I do believe sometimes that the Lord gives us parents in the spirit, too. I believe God, God puts us in, in, in places. As a lot of us who didn't have a good mother role, a good father role, God will find somebody in the church that can be a good mother figure to you. And when they're teaching you, they're not trying to get over you. They become a parent in the Lord, and not because they didn't birth you and they, they met you as an adult. That doesn't mean when they tell you stuff, you don't listen or you don't obey, because in doing so, you are still getting the benefits of obeying your parents. You know, some some kids, they don't like to obey their stepfather or their stepmother, and to a point, I get it. I get it because I have, well, I don't call him my stepfather. I just say that's my mama's husband, and the Lord knows. I cannot open my mouth and yeah. say that man is any kind of father figure to me because I always had my dad. And for me, my dad has gone to be with the Lord. And for me to call him some kind of a father, it's like disrespecting my father. But again, like I said, he's never done anything for me. When my mother and him, when I met him or whatever, I was and I had kids. I was living my own life already. So he never did anything for me or my kids. So I could be wrong if I'm wrong. Somebody let me know. But when I introduced him or whatever, I said, This is my mother's husband I don't say this is my stepfather I cannot give him that right Because he never, he was not there To do the things for me That my father did for me So Pastor Chris Let's go ahead and do verse 4 And I'll give you the lead on that one
1: Yes ma'am I'll read 4 And I'll read it from the Amplified And it reads Fathers Do not provoke your children To anger Do not Mm -hmm. exacerbate them to the point Mm -hmm. of resentment with demands that are trivial or unreasonable or humiliating or abusive, nor by showing favoritism or indifference to any of them. But bring Mm. them up tenderly with loving kindness in discipline and instruction of the Mm -hmm. Lord. Come Ooh, this 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 that's one cool, is huh? a That's, big that's, that's one too. two
3: it's worth. That's two it's worth a show.
1: Yeah, that that right there. I'll sum it up. Pretty mm-hmm. much. Nowadays, it's both fathers and mothers because we mm-hmm. do have parents that are both. So mm-hmm. it is to both genders. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm that's how i'm reading it in today's terminology of what we need to expect but anyway do not provoke your children to anger now this is a very tricky one because sometimes yeah. your kids can get to the point where you about to go off Left. now yep now It says don't provoke your children to anger. Now, if you're provoking them, you're like poking them in the chest Mm -hmm. or you Mm -hmm. all in their face, poking your fingers. You're provoking Mm -hmm. them. So some children will internalize that, make it to a point of resentment, and later on, you'll get it back. Now, mm-hmm. this is the problem. see all of us, especially in the old school, we were disciplined by provoked words from our parents. Think about it mhm, mhm-, 'cause sometimes your parents call you stupid, they mm-hmm. call you, a dumb. Pain in you the, the you know what, what mhm- <laughs> mm-hmm. the parents that aren't that weren't saved. Before, the they cussed you out, called you all kinds of names. Mm-hmm. They humiliated mm-hmm. you. So, mm-hmm. Some of them were abusive. Some of them mm-hmm. sh- did show favoritism to other spouses. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, other siblings.
4: Yeah. Children, siblings. You get
1: the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you got spouses your Spouses, too.
3: You yeah. ain't lying. Spouses, too.
1: Yeah. Spouses, do. Yeah, they'll treat
3: their in-laws differently than, than one to the other.
1: Mm-hmm. And see, that's the thing. We, we But we all have that problem because that's how we were raised. Now, mm-hmm. we have that capability of change, but it takes you to change what was wronged to you. If you don't want to change it, you're going to continue the cycle over and right. over. And it's going to pass yeah. down from generation to generation to generation. Yeah. Now, Right, I, abusive. I mean, it, it comes down later on in a couple of verses, but it does mention about abusive words. Now,
4: hmm.
1: again, we've all in my generation and generation before me, we all grew up with abusive words. No disrespect yeah. intended, but that's just how it was. Big mama cussed True. you out. Big mama's mama cussed you out.
3: Cussed you the out. The
1: neighborhood Pussed watch lady or watch man cussed you out now see the difference is back then you got beat by all three of them yeah and then when mama got home from her second shift and she heard you was cutting up guess what that's beating number I'm four so by the time you're mm-hmm. done you ain't gonna do that thing no more because yeah. you got beat by the line the neighborhood beat yeah. you the, the, the watchman or watch lady of neighborhood beat you Uncle Pookie beat you, J.J. beat you. If you had a big big family, everybody Mm -hmm. stood in line with that belt or that switch. I'm just saying. But see, this this is what's missing. See, people want to get all sensitive about the subject, but this is what's missing. We don't have that village anymore, sis. We don't. All of our older generation have died off. We have a big gap now. We got yeah. big mama that's 32 years old. What do they yeah. know? Yeah. They yeah. still learning themselves. So how can yeah. I be big mama at 32 years old? Come on, think about it. Right. You right. can't. You haven't lived life. Mm. You haven't been through the muck and the mire. You haven't been mm-hmm. through losing stuff, gaining stuff, losing stuff, gaining stuff on your 12th husband or your 12th wife, whatever Jesus. it is. You Jesus. ain't been Jesus. through nothing. So how can Mm. you guide the next generation, male or female, in anything? You can't. Mm. You still dropping the like it's hot in the club.
0: What you think, Mom?
1: See? Right. So the generations, there's a gap there. Now, can it be fixed? Well, if you visit a lot of the retirement homes, honestly, that's where you're gonna get all of your knowledge. Because today's mm -hmm. generation has thrown away the key to Big Mama and all the rest Mm -hmm. of them at the retirement home. That's where Mm -hmm. the knowledge is sitting. It's sitting in there. So if mm -hmm. you're a young man or a young woman and you want knowledge, these individuals in the senior citizen facilities – They'll be more than happy to talk to you for an hour oh, and yeah. a
4: half oh, just yeah.
1: sharing their life mm-hmm. experiences on marriage, raising kids, mm-hmm. cooking, whatever it yeah. is. Knowledge is there. But see, no, everybody yeah. want to Google it. Uh-oh, that's a whole nother show. But anyway. Yeah, yeah Google hey, it. We got them off. We threw them away. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. So how mm-hmm. do we fix it? Well, take your kids. To the retirement home. That's what we do. Because the things that I can't get through, maybe uh, uh, Sister uh, uh, Amy can do it at the um, Mm -hmm. retirement home that we go to every other Saturday. Maybe she can get through. Maybe it's something that she can say that I can't say. Maybe there's an approach that she can give that I never learned. See, because I'm learning how to just... Well, because you know should haul learn it. exactly. Exactly. I'm learning to haul off, ask questions later. That's how I was raised. Right. Discipline, don't ask me nothing. I'm going to get the belt. I'm going to tell you behind up and that's it. That's now see, it. I can't do that now. Especially yep. now, I'm a I'm a male. Yep. I have two girls and I can't just do that. So I yep. have to find other ways to be how can I say this? Not not to be so hard, and that's mm-hmm. difficult. Oh, like the especially oh, like the
3: world would say when, politically
4: correct.
1: Yes, without being <laughs> hard. And yeah. oh, he's a bad dad. You hear how he's talking mm-hmm. to them girls? No, look, I, I've, ra- I've raised boys. You talk to boys differently.
4: Yeah, it's you a did.
1: whole different breed with females. So you have to understand that there's a way to discipline a female. is way different than a male. And I think my right. mom had a great time disciplining me because mm. it was just her. So she knew yeah. what she knew, and she just did what she had to do. And the frying yeah. pan had my name on it. So I'm, I'm just saying. But anywho, yeah. th- that's, yeah. my, that's my breakdown. I ain't mean to go too far off but i just wanted to try to bring it all together we're we're in no position to provoke our position is to stand stern provide discipline provide instruction Mm -hmm. and if you are saved yes according to what the word of god says and even in the secular world and if you don't know christ they still know the word a lot half Mm -hmm. of them know the word more than we do so they know what the word says so in all fairness the Bible is all inclusive to anyone that is saved or unsaved the rules right. still apply Save or right. unsaved is what you do with it that counts so back to Jesus. Yeah. let me be quiet
3: right amen amen yes wow this is why you were speaking I was like just seeing so much of, of my childhood you know and and like you say, how you you get out of line? It starts with the teacher. The teacher will pow pow that behind with the ruler, and you go going into the principal, and the principal get a tag on you. You get home, and whoever whoever you know will and, and, and when mama or daddy get home, whoever gets home last, that would be the last of you. But like you said, we can no longer do that. Somebody might look at that and say, "Well, isn't that abuse?" Isn't that yeah. provoking the children? Because how can you? I heard somebody say, "Why, when a child hit you, you hit them and tell them don't hit you, sending them mixed signals." No, you teaching them. You do this to me. I'm, I'm I'm letting you know this is what's gonna come back. You go out there and you hit somebody else.
4: <laughs>
3: we don't hit. To, to, what's the word, Lord? To frustrate a child. Because it's like you say, these kids nowadays, it's not like they were 30 and 40 years ago. It's not like us when we were growing up in the 70s. This, this is a whole new world. They get out the womb. And they already know what an iPhone is. They know how to set the settings. They know how to get the music. They know how to go live. They know how to do pictures. They know how to do everything from the womb. This is an entirely different world. And so and the government, they have taken the rights of parents being parents and given it to the children. All a child has to do now is go to school and say, oh, my mom or my dad whooped me. Next thing you know, knock, knock, knock on the door, it's CPS. You know what I'm saying? Yep. You don't even have to do or say anything now. If a kid wants to get away, if a kid want to have their way and they know there's nothing you can do to them, that's what they will do. Now, I don't know any parent who will not get upset to see your knucklehead son or knuckleheaded daughter walking in and out the house bopping and And doing all these things, that's going to land them someday in prison. Now, there are parents, just like the Bible says, do not provoke your children to anger. Because when you do that, you are not setting a good example for them. And guess what they're going to do? They're going to grow up and they're going to do the same thing to their children. So now it's a generation of angry people and, and and. These kids, they go and they meet a man or they meet a woman, and because you're not doing what they say to do, now they want to come in your face and, you know what I'm saying, and treat you in a manner because that's what you saw growing up. The Bible tells us don't anger them. When you anger your children, you bring them to a place of disappointment. When you anger your kids, you bring them to a place where you are literally, you're breaking them down. And I'm telling you, I felt like I was the ugliest duckling ever because my mother just made me feel so ugly. So ugly. Oh, she would, oh, my forehead is too big. And you know when kids are growing up and their teeth falls out of their mouth, when they start growing if their mouth is small, them teeth start climbing one on another. So I had the teeth climbing mountain thing going, not realizing someday my mouth would be big enough and all my teeth. But she made me feel so ugly. The only compliment my mother was, no, it wasn't even a compliment. But you know how you give a backhanded compliment sometimes? The only thing she never Mm. talked too bad about was my hair. But everything else about me was wrong. She looked at my hand one day. And she was like, mm, "Even your hand looked like your father's hand." I was like, "Whose hand are my hands supposed to look like? If he's <laughs> my father, I'm supposed to look like him." So these Hello. parents that tell you tell their kids, "You just like your no good daddy." You are provoking your kids to anger. Exactly. You just like your goals and, you, right? You're just like your gold digging mama. Okay, daddy. Well, if you can't give it to me, if I'm asking you and you won't give it to me, guess what? That drug dealer down the street, he's been winking at me and calling me. I'm going to go to him. And I guarantee you, when I ask him for these things, he's going to give it to me. But what they don't realize it comes with a price. Mm-hmm. How many girls are on a pole? Because of yeah. parents provoking them. How many boys are in prison right now? Because of parents provoking them. Because daddy just could not leave them alone. Or oh, you too soft. You a punk and you a sissy. Just leave him alone. Let him grow into who God have called him to be. Let her grow up and be who God have called her. Not because you're tough and you played basketball, and you played football at the same time, that means he's got to follow into your footsteps. Not because you was a rah-rah cheerleader, you got all A's, and because she's struggling in math. That does not make her dumb or weak. And we say these crazy things to our children. When I was your age, I didn't do stupid stuff like that. Okay, well, good for you. So if you didn't do stupid stuff like that, can you help a sister out and tell me why? Because from where I'm standing, I don't know why I shouldn't do that. I don't know why I shouldn't drink and drive because it's just fun being high, driving down the road, doing you know doing 80 and a 30. It just looks fun. You never told us what, what, what a high blood alcohol would do to us and how you cannot control a two-ton car. And I'm 16, 17, 18 years old, and I'm high, and I'm drunk. You never told me what the damages are. I was saying to, I was listening to, to the Bible, and I, I was started speaking on, on uh on fornication, and I said, growing up in the church, all you heard was, don't fornicate. Wait till you get married to have sex. Don't have mm-hmm. sex out of marriage. It's a sin. God frowns upon it. Okay, why is it a sin? Why does God frown on it? When you have sex with somebody, what is it that's taking place? Okay, the Bible tells us every sin that we commit is not in our own bodies. But when you fornicate, it is a sin against your own body. It's intercourse. Well, can somebody break down intercourse and tell me what that means? Can somebody tell me, you know, we didn't learn about soul ties. We didn't learn that you sleep with Tom, Dick, and Harry. After a while, they're going to be fighting to see who's going to be in charge. I was watching this girl on, on TikTok, and this sister, she came at her. I understand what she was saying, but sometimes, church, we are just too holy where we have no sympathy. And that's one thing Jesus had. The Bible tells us Jesus took pity or Jesus had pity on such and such. And this girl, she was, why is it every time you sleep with somebody, they leave you? And she just came out and was just like, okay, because da-da-da-da-da. And I understand what she was saying coming from the church point of view, the Bible. But how are you to tell a sinner? You know what I'm saying? How are you to tell a sinner something that they have no clue about? If you would take her by the hand and you say, look at you, the reason why. You know know what I'm saying? God loves you. You don't have to sleep with anybody to try to find love. You know what I'm saying? And she just came. And for me, that would hurt me more because now you're judging me. And now you're making me feel low. And for somebody who came from a place of suicide, I could easily see how you can take that and say, you know what? I'm nothing good. I sleep with these people. They break up with me. I tried to love them. They never loved me back. And you tell my God is love. If God is love and he's a man, where is he at now? And they will take what's in the natural. And, of course, you know, the devil, he's sitting there. He's ready to just flip that. Oh, yeah, girl, God don't love you. Just like all these other men did to you, that's exactly what he's. And next thing you know, a bullet to the head or a handful of sleeping pills. And so many people are dying. So many people are committing uh, uh, suicide because we cannot say we have pity. And we're not judging you. And we're going to let you know, even though you did all these stupid things, you are not stupid. Even though you did exactly. these crazy things, you are not crazy. You're still growing up. You don't know the ropes. Let me take you by the hand and teach you. It's stuff like that the church does not teach anymore. They just tell you, oh, I'm going to show you six steps, how to get rich. I'm going to show you how to get that Mercedes you've been wanting, 10 steps into getting a 75,000 square foot home. I'm going to show you how to do this. And now the church is all about going to a motivational class, telling you how to get rich, telling you how to how to get the car, and everybody is sitting and showing you under there, the sole of their shoes so you know these are red bottoms, baby. And, oh, no, honey, see them little jeans? There's a Gucci right there, baby. This right here, this is a silk blouse. You know how many people wearing 500 Gucci pumps and silk blouse and tweed this and Ferragamo this going all bust hell wide open while they're all dressed up in church? Because Mm -hmm. the church does not preach the gospel anymore. Think about it, Pastor Chris. When was the last time you heard somebody teach on hell?
4: Mm.
3: When was the last time you heard somebody say, y'all better get it together or you're going to bust hell Why They don't say that anymore. Why? Because we want them to come to church. We want them to be here. We want them to know that Jesus loved them. And that's why they keep preaching that, that junk one saved, always saved. No, it's not. One saved is not always saved. One saved, you got to stay in the ark, baby, because you step out, you're going to get drowned in that flood. But we don't say that anymore because more numbers, <laughs> bigger offering, more numbers. We can tell this pastor and that pastor, yeah, man, this year I added 50 new members. Oh, for real? Why? I only added 30. So now souls are no longer special. Souls are goals. And we're not Uh teaching young ladies. (laughs) So now we're not teaching young ladies how to be ladies. We're not telling them, baby, you can wear a little makeup, but you don't have to look like you a go-go dancer. You don't have to look mm. like you're about to walk the strip in Vegas. You can cover up your bosom. It's okay. We don't need to see it. It's okay. You you, you can wear your skirt down to your knees, even to your ankles. It, it, it's okay. You don't have to show everything for people to realize that you're a girl. You don't have to talk big man and cuss women out and tell them um, this and this, that, and the other. I'm a real G and I'm a real. You don't have to do that. Nowhere in the Bible Jesus went around (laughs) preaching and showing nothing. When the woman with the issue of blood reached down, what did she touch? The hem of his garment. Now, somebody might say, "Diet ain't nobody dressing like this nowadays. People dressing their old clothes. You got to look nice. You can be dressed from head to toe, and you can be fly. You can be you can have a beautiful dress on, you can have some nice pumps on, you can do your makeup right, you can have your hair slick and you can walk into the church and they see a beautiful sister. They see a nice young man with his pants above his behind with a belt. But if how are they gonna know how to do these things if mom and dad does not teach them, if mom and dad is provoking, and you ain't never going to be nothing, look at you. That's the kind of grade you're going to bring home, and, and the neighbor next door, her son and her daughter is doing good. Why can you not be like such an us? or here's, a, here's the worst one, why can you not be like your sister or your brother? Because I'm not them. I'm not them. If you wanted me to be like, like I told my mother before, y'all might need to want to pray for me, but she tried to use my verse to manipulate me and to make me feel bad and to make me do something that it was not of God to do. And of course, she threw in, obey your mother and honor your mother and your father so that your days will be long. She did that. And I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not. Good. So because of that. I am not blessed by the Lord. Because of that, you know what I'm saying, I am not like this child and that child. So I told her one time, look, (laughs) I said, did I ask you to have me? Don't come tell me how long you was in labor. Don't come tell me how much you suffered to make me. I told her, I said, you should have just said no to my dad. I told her, you should have just said that was the night you should have had a headache. I probably would have been here, but it would have been okay because now I don't have to be feeling the way that I'm feeling because of you trying to manipulate me and telling me God is not going to bless me if I don't honor you and you want me to do something that is out of the will of God. And this is where I understand why you say it gets tricky because there are some things that your parents tell you You know, and you're not supposed to listen to them. Anything your parents say to you, anything your teachers say to you, I don't care if it's the president. If they tell you to go against the word of God, your answer is no. Do not forfeit your life and your salvation because somebody got a little power, or you know I can put you in jail, or you know I can make or break you, or you know if you, I can put it where you don't pass this class, where you don't graduate. Well, you do you, but I'm going to serve God, and let's see who's tougher, you or God. So we have to come to a place where, yes, we have to give our children discipline, and those of us who still have parents alive, we still honor them. The thing is, I was talking to my friend. I was like, it's not that I I don't know my mother as a child should know a mother because my mother gave me away like a puppy. Anybody who wanted me, I can't tell you how many houses I've been in, Pastor Chris. She'd give me to this one for two weeks, give me to this one for six, give me to this one. If she could have got rid of me, she was getting rid of me. You know what I'm saying? I'm 50 years old, and in 50 years of my life, I all together I would say maybe seven years with my mother maybe so I don't know her so when I tell people I love her but I don't know that mother daughter love you know what I'm saying brother Chris there is a love that you see some mothers have and they daughter and they take pictures and this is my mama oh I just love. I can't say that about her I don't know her like that and all I can hear in my ears. Is how terrible of a daughter that I am. So when you keep telling me I'm a terrible daughter, guess what? I'm gonna act like a terrible daughter. A terrible daughter. And the more you tell me I'm terrible, like I said to her one time, or oh, you say I'm just like my dad, guess what? I'm gonna prove to you I'm just like my dad. So we we get out of our kids what we put in. And our parents, they're getting out of us now, if they're alive, what they put into us. So it starts from the top. It starts from the top. And we made mistakes because we treat our children the way they treated us. But thank God for grace and mercy because God came and gave us a change of heart and a change of mind, and we're trying to do better. So now the next generation coming up. Is not going to hear you're stupid. You're not going to hear you're dumb. That's why my granddaughter, she's going to be two next month, and she can count to ten and say her ABCs, and I make a big hoopla. Oh, yay! You know why? Because I never got that. So when I tell her you did a good job, I'm encouraging her to learn your ABCs, learn your colors, learn your numbers, learn your shape, because that makes men a pride. But, in the in, in, in the fact that it's making man a pride, it's encouraging her as well to learn. And it's not discouraging her, and I'm not provoking her to anger. And that's what a lot of parents don't understand. It starts from the little as we grow up. So I don't know her. Mother's Day is going to come. Guess what? When was the last time I talked to my mother, Holy Spirit? It was at my father's funeral. Basically, she called me the devil. Oh, Wow. <laughs> at the at the funeral because i wouldn't bow down to her shenanigans and because i will not she say i'm not honoring her but no i will not do for you what god say not to do now i called her and i told her i forgave her and you know what that lady said to me she told me she knew I was going to do it because her and her husband, that's another reason why I cannot call a homeboy anything that has to do with father or any type of parental. She said because they have been praying. They have been giving me heat. What does that mean? They have been praying curses over my life. So how can I listen? How can I obey a woman who is working Obia against me over God? I can't do it because now it's not holy spirit that's in control of me it's the spirit of witchcraft it's lucifer working through her trying to control me and break me i can't do that and she failed to understand that so god is not gonna bless me god is not gonna open up a door for me but i said to her and i'm gonna say it again she has missed out on an awesome daughter and if any one of you is out there and you have a mother or a father like mine and they don't want to be in your life until you conform to their will until you become their slave guess what they have missed out on an awesome son and they have missed out on an awesome daughter do not stop loving them do not stop loving them. you still love them you still forgive them you still pray for them but at the same time god gives us wisdom if you know they're gonna provoke you to anger it's best to stay away if you know they're gonna the minute you get there they're gonna start sizing you up and they're gonna tell you you didn't do this like your sister and you didn't do this like your brother why couldn't you marry a woman like your brother married why couldn't you marry this man like and once that stuff starts Pack your thing. No disrespect. I right, mama. I'm going to see you later. I right, daddy. I'm going to see you later. You'll have a good time. Whether you get to eat or not, whether you get to open Christmas presents or not, because your peace of mind is way better than that, and your first line of obedience is to God. That's your first line of obedience. You may disobey everybody else, if they word does not line up with the word of God. But when it comes to the word of God, whatever he say do, that's what we are supposed to do with no reservation, with no questions, with no you know what I'm saying? With with, with no attitude. If he say do it like Nike say, just do it. Do it. So I hope <laughs> I hope you guys have had a good time listening to this message. Amen. Uh we are going to see Pastor Chris, do you have anything else to say? If, and then we're going to go ahead and close out in Jesus' name.
1: No problem. Well, I just wanted to encourage someone that you're not given a manual. You're not giving a training class. You're not given uh, a course on raising children. None of us is. Mm-hmm. But when we put Lord, the Lord in the middle of it, it makes the effort a lot easier.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: But the greatest thing that we can do is invest in our kids. What do I yeah. mean? I've made some mistakes in my life where I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know me, By now, you know I keep it real, but I had a second chance now, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to do what I can do now, what I couldn't do then. Now, Mm -hmm. dads have a unique ability to do things in kids' lives, and in this time and age, a lot of that's missing. So I have to give a big up to the women that are being both. Now, when it comes to having someone that could be a role model or a mentor to your son's life, Mm -hmm. that's important. To be a mentor and a role model for your daughter's life is key. Let me tell you why. Because as you grow, don't have that in your life. You make a Mm -hmm. lot of wrong decisions. And then when Mm -hmm. you grow up and you have your own kids, there's a hole there. So now Mm -hmm. you are so driven on resentment and anger Mm -hmm. that you can't constantly love your kids the way you need to because you still have holes in your heart that needs like that's why it's important to have jesus christ as your lord and savior it's not a cliche mm-hmm. it's not something to get you sow into our ministry it's a fact mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. without a relationship not going to church every sunday no disrespect if you do Not going to Bible study every Wednesday or Tuesday or Thursday. No disrespect Mm -hmm. if you do. But what gets you through the hard times of parenting, the hard Mm -hmm. times of you still figuring yourself out and you trying to raise a kid,
4: Mm is Jesus
1: Christ. And the only way you're going to follow the commandments is through your relationship with Christ. Now, just like Mm -hmm. in the natural, real quick, In the natural, as you have a relationship with your spouse, you grow this thing called what? Love, respect, Mm -hmm. honor, cherish, so forth, Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. on. Now, if we're not doing that in our relationship with God, and an anti-Christian culture that we live in, our children will automatically pick up what's not. Think about Hmm. it. See, if Hmm. we don't. If we don't give the love and the compassion, I'm not saying being overbearing dads or or overbearing mom, a overprotective parent, a helicopter parent, let your kids Mm -hmm. be kids. I get that. Let your kids become who they're gonna become. I get that. But for us to be a strong force as godly parents it's simply being present and staying involved in our kids' lives with constant encouragement and correction. Now, these are the keys that's going to keep you grounded. When they grow and they fly out the nest, just like mm-hmm. author Deanne LeBrine said and I said, we had to go through the school of hard knocks, but mm-hmm. we never forgot what was planted in us a long time ago. We right. never forgot what was, what was instilled in us a long time ago, and we came right. full circle right back to Jesus Christ. See, that's what's wrong with you, Christians now. This is a whole other show, God. but let me try to sum this all up. We mm-hmm. live in a world now where everything is critical. Well, you're telling me since you went out there and you did your thing, why can I do mm-hmm. my thing? I said the same Come thing on. when I was your age. But see, between when I grew up and, when, and now the kids that growing up today, the violence hmm. is twice as high. Different word. Different the suicide rate is twice as high. Drug use, Mm -hmm. alcoholism is twice as high. And all these things that keep you exposed, like social media, that's a Mm -hmm. big one, where predators lurk. That's another thing we didn't have to deal with growing up in my generation. We had America Online. That was the new wave thing. (laughs) And we were waiting for the dial-up to connect. And we thought we was doing
4: something.
1: See, this is what I'm saying. We had America Online. See, y'all don't even know nothing about that. We tell a kid about America Online, they look at us cross-eyed. What is that? Well, it was the first internet-based connection where you tapped into the worldwide web Web. where everything was accessible. Now, all you got to do is say, hey, Google, like my daughter does, because we got a little Mm -hmm. thing in our house. She says, hey, Google, Mm -hmm. can you show Mm -hmm. me this? And it comes on. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. See, my my mama used to tell us, go get that encyclopedia over there on the wall, or go get that book and read it.
3: Thank you. Watch National
1: Geographic and learn something. Mm -hmm. Get up
3: and change the TV channel.
1: Exactly. Now you ain't got to (laughs) do that. All you got to see is say, hey, hey, Google, can you change the channel? Come on. Or you could change the channel Mm -hmm. by your phone now. You just have an app, just change the channel. Don't even need a remote control anymore. See, times have gotten so lazy. We've gotten Mm -hmm. lazy. I'm going to admit, I've gotten lazy. With all the technology that's at the palm of my hands. I could do double, (laughs) triple quadruple the work in less time by just doing clicks and drags come on yeah i get it but don't let technology take you be involved Mm -hmm. with your kids life if you're computer savvy or tech savvy like me you know where i'm about to go when it comes to monitoring your kids about their activity i don't even got to tell you that but we have to be active in our kids lives whether it's a that a boy that a girl is every day going to be like that absolutely Mm -hmm. not we're going to have those days Mm -hmm. where we want to take our kids and we just want to wring their neck i'm just going to keep it transparent but don't take too far don't take it it. too far but again love yourself love others develop a relationship with god he will never steer you wrong
0: so as you draw
1: closer to god you can draw closer to your kids, and in turn, you can draw closer to your spouses, and in turn, you can have a powerful and fruitful family. So that's my mm-hmm. three cents. So, Sister Diane, as always, thank yes. you so much for having me on the show. Again, I made Absolutely. two appearances, so I broke a record, so I'm probably banned for the rest of the year, but it's okay, because I finally got on the show. So,
3: yeah, yeah we, we in trouble. We in trouble.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, I'm glad I made it. I hit my quota for the year. But again, as Amen. always, it's, it's a blessing to be on because, I mean, you know, when you talk about domestic violence, or raising kids, being a narcissist, mental abuse, mm-hmm. uh-oh, mm-hmm. that's that. You don't mm-hmm. want to talk about that especially yeah. uh, the, the, the men and, and women in the pulpit that the book that you wrote, you know, with Come that. another plug, Playboy's in the plug. pulpit. Yes.
4: Yeah, Playboy's mm-hmm.
1: in the pulpit. Well, um, yes. uh, I, I'm not trying to be no Playboy. So uh, that's why we have uh, author and speaker Deanne Liebrand here on mm-hmm. TV Radio so I can learn and take notes of and to Playboy. know what not to do. Just saying. <laughs> but anyway, let me. <laughs> Praise
4: God. Hey Amen. Let me
1: Pastor be quiet. I, I'm out, y'all. I love you. God bless
4: you.
3: Yeah, me. I appreciate you being there, us. And uh, I hope everybody who's listening, wherever you're listening, if you're listening to this via Facebook, of course, the radio show, if you're listening to this on any of the platforms uh On on the podcast, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this, in America, Africa, South America, Europe, Canada, I just want you to know one thing, that there is a God, and it doesn't matter what kind of a parent you may have been, and it doesn't matter what kind of a parent you may have had, God loves you. And he has allowed you to hear this message Not to bring condemnation But to show you where we can do better for our family Because the Bible calls us to be a light How can we be a light if we are acting like the rest of the world Our children, children of parents who know God There should be a difference between them and the children out there. Our children who we brought up in the world, even though they may have gone out there, I don't care what they do, they're going to stand out like a sore thumb. So we pray for our children. And if you are one of the children who does not have a relationship with your parent, or if you are somebody. Who was abandoned by your parent? Who called you names And told you you were dumb And told you you were stupid And told you you could never accomplish anything Your brother will always be better than you Or your sister will always be better than you Why can't you learn how to cook and clean Let me tell you something There is nobody God will compare you to And the reason why he will not do that Because he made you Exactly the way you are. He gave you the eyes you have, whatever shape your nose is, whether you have straight curly hair, whether you have blonde, black, brown, blue, red, green hair, whatever you may be working with right now, whether you have tattoos or you don't have tattoos, whether you smoked, you've done drugs, whether you was a virgin before you was married, whether you were not a virgin before you was married, there is nothing that you could have done that would cause God to stop loving you. That would cause God to allow you to go through stuff. And you might be saying, well, Diane, if he see me struggling, why doesn't he come and help? The old folks have a saying, closed mouths don't get fed. As it is in the natural So it is in the spirit. God can know everything you need. But unless you come to him like his child, you know what I'm saying? You're going to have to fend for yourself because if you've grown, like you tell your kids, you've grown. Go on out there. Do your own thing. But when your child comes to you and him or she, they raise their hand, like my granddaughter says, pick up, please, pick up, please. You pick them up because they're asking for help. So if you are in a place of hurt and you are in a place of brokenness and you are in a place where you feel like giving up, I want you to know you do not have the right to give up. Why can and why would I say that? Because on the way to Calvary, Jesus did not give up. Why? Because he had you on his mind. And he had your name written in the palm of his hand. So every time they whipped him, you was on his mind. When they nailed him to the cross, you was on his mind. When they put the crown of thorns on his head, you were on his mind so you don't have to worry. You don't have to stress. You don't have to be depressed. The enemy cannot put you in a place of oppression because Jesus loves you. If you do not know Jesus, if you have not given your life to him, or if you backslip and you want to come back home, you don't have to go through any rituals. If you are driving, if you are sitting at home, if you are just chilling and you are listening to this message, right where you are, he can come right where you are, and he can save you. All you have to do is to... Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus, he died, Holy Spirit raised him from the dead, and now he sits on high on the right hand of the Father. Amen. So if you would say this simple prayer, today your name can be blotted out of the book of death, and it can be written in the book of life. Father, I come in Jesus' name. Lord, I heard your word, and I am coming to you, Lord, because I am a sinner. And I ask, Father, for forgiveness. I ask that you wash me in the blood of Jesus that was shed for me on Calvary. Today, God, I make a decision that I will serve you. I give a hell notice. No longer will I have anything to do with the world. I turn my back on. On the world I renounce the life that I lived in the world and today father I am looking up to you and I am asking you to save me now father wash me in the blood of Jesus and write my name in the book of life I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior and because I've done this I am saved in Jesus name if you said this prayer You may have felt something, you may not have felt anything, but I want you to know that prayer right there, just save your soul. And, honey, you are bound for heaven. Now, remember, one saved is not always saved. So if you don't have a Bible or if you have a Bible, dust it off, begin reading. If you said, Diane, where should I start reading? I would encourage you to start reading in the book of John. Read the book of John. Read the New Testament. Learn who Jesus is. Tell his family and friends. I no longer do these things. I'm not getting high. I'm not getting drunk. I'm not going out there. I have given my life to Jesus, and that's where I'm going to leave it. And you made that decision every day. You ask the Lord to help you, ask him to place you in the right church where you will get the right nourishment, where you will get the full gospel of Jesus Christ preached so that you can groan, you can be strong, and you too can go out there and witness to somebody and tell them about a man named Jesus who brought you out of everything that you was in, and he has loved you with an everlasting love. Amen. I just want to thank you guys being with us today. We did almost a two-hour show today because there was so much, and there is still so much to say, but we want to thank God that he has given us this platform that we can reach souls all over the world, and we just want to thank God for the Newton family, and I pray a special blessing and uh, an overflow in their lives. Amen. i uh, just Favor coming from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Amen. Because I know it's not easy having to do this. I know uh, just by being a, a, a host how the devil will come and he will fight you because he does not want you to have the strength and the energy. He does not want you to feel good to go out there and to tell people about the love of Jesus. But we're going to do what Jesus said, and that is go ye into all the world. And preach the gospel he said, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved and he said he that believeth not shall be damned but he don't want you to be damned because he said he came to call sinners to repentance so if you're hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ today that means he loves you that means he wants to have a relationship with you not a religion a relationship with you and he's waiting and he's excited if you gave your life to him today so father in the name of jesus lord we just want to thank you For the awesome God that you are. We just want to thank you for the work that you have done today. We want to thank you because you called the ones you needed to hear this message, whether it's live now or in the replay later on. We give you thanks and praise. Everyone watching, God listening, watch over them, cover them, keep your people, protect your people to our hearts, encourage our hearts, Father, only like you can. And we give you the praise, the glory, and the honor that is due unto you. And we pray this prayer in the name of Jesus. I want to say thank you to you guys again, Pastor Chris. An honor to have you with me. Amen. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. And Sister Shanice, I don't know if you're listening. I thank you. I hope you're doing well. Everybody, I give uh, you honor tonight. I bless you in Jesus' name. Next week, same time, same station, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on TPV Radio Network. Again, like and follow us. Scroll down. I'm the lady in the yellow suit. Like and follow. So whenever the show comes on, you know, also go to lubrandbooks.com That is L-E-B-R-I-N-B-O-O-K-S.com. Uh, in two weeks, I will be releasing a new ebook entitled "What If Living with the Regrets of Yesterday?" And I can tell you this: I have yet to find somebody who has no regrets. This book is going to bless you. It's going to cause you to forgive and release yourself, let you know and remind and keep reminding you that God loves you. Again, thank you so much for being with us. I am your host, author and speaker, Diane Brand. You are listening to TPV Radio Network and the show Victory Over the Waste of Life. I love you and I bless you. Walk with me, family. Let's go.